Good morning, everybody. It's so good to be back with you and to share this time with you. I really trust that you've enjoyed praise and worship and our first parts of service together. And we're going to go into the Word right now. So if you've got your Bibles, turn with me. Otherwise, listen as we read the Word. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 today. And why we're doing that is the topic, why we're doing it is because the topic is our theme of riding waves, and today we're looking at faith as being one of the ways that we ride, ride the waves. So Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance, the assurance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance that we stand on as we ride the waves that life brings to us. Now, I want to read that scripture again in the Amplified Bible. It says, now faith is the assurance, the substance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. And faith is an amazing thing. And the fact that the Bible says that it is substance, that means it has a form, it is solid, it is sure. And it is a confirmation of the things that we have hoped for. Now the Amplified Bible describes those things that we have hoped for those things that are divinely guaranteed. And as we look at today, we're going to see how divinely these things have been guaranteed and how we can stand on them. So then, what is faith? Faith is the conviction of the reality of things even when we don't see them. That's what the evidence is all about. So let's keep going. It's so wonderful to know and truly understand that faith is solid, able to be stood on, not something airy-fairy. Faith comes out of a relationship of trust with our Heavenly Father, our precious Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And God has given us a Bible full of promises. Our part is to have faith in the Lord, to number one, find out exactly what these promises are, and believe that these promises are his reward to us. The Bible is so full of his promises. And some of us have got lists of promises and things like that, and we might even be declaring them. But those promises need the substance of faith. And faith is what comes out of being assured of these promises, and above all of that, assured as to who God is and that comes with relationship and so we're going to look more at developing this faith developing this relationship so that we have something to stand on a substance like a board or a boat or something like that that would carry us on top of the waves of the sea we need faith to carry us on top of the waves of life. We need to be convinced that what God says in the word, what his promises say, that they are actually ours. 
When we're convinced that they are ours, that God has not set them for somebody else, but he set them for us as well, that is the faith. That is substance. And so there is a, a process and a work that goes on as faith begins to develop in us. We need to seek him. And the more we seek him, the deeper our relationship will become and the greater our ability to trust him. As with human relationships, the more we get to know a person, the more we can trust them. Sometimes it's the opposite, that the more we get to know them, we realize they're not trustworthy. But with God, it's always the more we get to know him, the more we understand that we can truly trust him. The more we study his word, and find the promises that God has placed in there, the more our faith will grow. It, the scripture also tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We've got to study the word. We've got to speak the word out. We've got to see it. We've got to hear it. We've got to meditate on it. We've got to delve into it. We've got to find the different promises that God has put in the word. We've got to understand why he's put them there. What has he put them for? What are they? And the more we delve into them, the more our faith will grow because we are hearing not only through our ears, but through our spirits, what God is wanting for us. And so we'll see our faith becoming stronger. That boat or that surfboard will become firm and will carry us so beautifully over the waves as we go. Once we have the promises for our situations, the more faith will rise. And we will be able to stand no matter what we're facing. So what do we do? Just sit back and say, well, God, you put all these promises here. I believe that you put all these promises here, so you make them work. No, that's not how it works. Faith is the gift that God has given us in order to work these promises, in order to see them come to pass. God partners with us. He doesn't take a big wand and go, the promises on your life will just come to pass. He wants them to become part of us because as they become active out of our relationship with him, so they become prevalent in our lives. So we will share them. So we will declare them. So we will decree them. Our faith will grow and we will be able to stand surely on them. Now from the promise of the word of God to the fulfillment, there is actually a process. And it is in the process that we either make it or break it. Faith is demonstrated in the process, and that is where works come in. What are works? Works are things that work with faith. We need faith, but we need the works as well. So we need to understand those as well. What are those works? These are the things that God calls us to do along with the, along the way while we are putting our faith in him and his promises. So let's all turn together to James chapter 2, verses 17 to 22. James chapter 2, verses 17 to 22. It says here, So also, also faith, if it does not have works, deeds and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power, inoperative. But someone will say to you, you have faith and I have works. 
Now you show me your faith apart from any works, if you can, and I, by good works of obedience, will show you my faith. You believe that God is one? You do well. So do the demons believe and tremble. Are you willing to be shown proof, you foolish fellow, that faith apart from works is inactive and ineffective and worthless? Was not our father Abraham shown to be justified by his works when he brought to the altar as an offering his own son Isaac? You see that his faith was cooperating with his works and his faith was completed and reached its supreme expression when he implemented it by works. When we are faced with the circumstances and the situations where we need God's promises to come true, this is when we need to stand strong in our faith and do the works that show we are in faith. This is so important for us to understand because we can say a lot of things out of our mouths, but if our hearts um, and our attitudes and our actions are not in line with that, it becomes just words, just hot air. And we don't want that. Faith is what comes out of our heart and then causes our mouths to speak. Not out of our heads, not out of our fear, not out of a process, not out of anything other than faith is what we need in these promises. And to show them, we will act, we will put action into it. If I tell you that I'm not afraid, yet I won't do anything, can you believe that my faith is strong, that I'm unafraid? No, you're going to doubt me. You're going to say to me, but if you really had faith and you really were not afraid, you would be getting up and doing something. And so it is as we're looking at the whole of faith. So what are some of the things that actually show us? What are these works that we're talking about? It's not your typical work that you would think, I've got to go out and I've got to do this for God and I've got to try so hard and I've got to be so good. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the works that come out of the faith in our heart that automatically are there that show that we have faith. So what are these things that we need to be looking for or if we see them, to be asking Holy Spirit to help us not do them, that our faith can become more of a substance to us to stand on. So what is the very first thing? The very first thing is that strong confession of our mouths, which I've just spoken about. Not a wishy-washy one, not one that comes out because it's the right thing to do, but a strong confession that comes out of that heart belief, which is faith. If our faith is there, our confession will be strong and we're going to see it. Second, we need to look at is, do we blame God? Because that's not faith. Sometimes we think, but God, you're big and you can do anything. There's nothing that's impossible for you. So if you're not doing this for me, then I'm not too sure. There must be something wrong, God. Why are you not doing it? That doesn't show faith. The faith in God doesn't blame him. The faith in God knows that he's faithful, that he's trustworthy, 
and that if it hasn't happened yet, it's just around a corner. And if we will continue to stand strong, we're going to reap, we're going to see. The next thing, giving praise and thanksgiving rather than complaining. How much of our works is praise and thanks? That will show our faith. Acting as though we have already received what we've prayed for. When we say, this is what I'm trusting God for, this is what I have faith in, we can then call those things that be not as if they were, because that's how God created. That was God's faith. He spoke out because he had faith in what he was saying, because it came out of a heart full of knowing that as he spoke, it would happen. And so too, we need to act as though we already have it, even when it's not visible yet. But if we have faith, we've prayed for it, we have the assurance, we have the substance, we have that thing deep down on the inside that says, it is mine, that is faith. The next one is stepping out and continuing to tell others about the greatness of God. When our faith wavers a little bit, we don't want to tell others about God because we're not too sure if he is trustworthy or if we tell them to trust him and he doesn't come through for them, what's, that going, to, what's going to happen then? But faith says, no, I can give thanks. I can tell people about the goodness of God. As I meditate on the things that he's done and I speak about the things that he has already done for me, that confirms and um, fills up and builds our faith as well and will build the faith of others to trust in the same God who has done so much for you. Next, what, what is a work that we need to do as we're walking the process of faith? It's keeping our eyes on him and not the storm. Remember when Jesus said to Peter, come, walk on the waves. Peter got out and he walked on the waves towards Jesus. As he kept his eyes on the Lord, he kept walking. But as soon as he took his eyes off the Lord and put them back onto the storms and the circumstances, he began to sink. And Jesus, in his, his love and his mercy, he reached out and he pulled Peter up. And so Peter could stand with him on the faith that Jesus had. And so as we keep our eyes on Jesus, our faith will be firm. We will be walking on the waves just like Peter did. What next? Well, be obedient to the word in every area. Some scriptures have things added to them that they want us to do. So we need to be obedient to what the word says to us. We need to be obedient in our prayers. We need to be obedient in our finances. We need to be obedient in our love. Whatever God asks us to do, let's do them. That will show that we have faith in God. If we have faith, we will pray with faith. If we have faith, we will love despite what anybody else says or what anybody else does to us. We will continue to love because we know we have faith that love never fails. Don't resort to plan B. Faith is plan A. Faith is what we've spoken to God about, the promises that he's given us, and we stand on that. Plan B comes to pass when we worry that plan A is taking too long. But don't resort to plan B. Keep 
trusting the Lord. It will come to pass. Remember, there's a process between the promise and the fulfillment. Then we need to get rid of jealousy. That is a good work to do. Sometimes when we see others blessed, when we see their prayers being answered and we're having to wait a bit longer, we get into a bit of jealousy. And why, God? Why did you do it for them and not for me? What's wrong with me? Don't get into that. That's not faith. Faith says, Lord, I bless them. I'm happy for them. I'm so glad that you bless them. And I thank you that you are going to bless me too because you are faithful. You are going to bring to me that which I've stood on, that which I have faith for. I'm not going to worry and I'm not going to get into jealousy because what you have for me is for me at the right time, for the right reason, in the right season, for the right purpose. And so I'm going to wait on you, Lord, because you're faithful. That really shows our faith when we are not swayed, when other people's prayers and faith are answered and we're still on the journey to the receiving. And then the last thing I want to um, share with us about works is remember that he is God. He's not a man that he should lie, but he is faithful. He is God and he is God for whom nothing is impossible and without whom nothing can actually be done. And this is the most amazing part of our standing on faith and our solidifying our faith so that we can ride on and stand on faith because he is God. Sometimes we kind of feel that there's God on the good side and then there's the devil on the bad side and that there's kind of some form of equal ability or equal power. There's nothing further from the truth. There is God Then there are angels on the good side and the devil and his demons on the bad side. And we don't need to worry about that. We don't need to fear because God is God and nothing is impossible to him. And that's a sure, strong foundation of faith that we can stand on. And so I would encourage you to look through into your heart and find out what do I actually believe about God? Do I believe he is supreme? Do I believe that he is all-powerful? Do I believe that nothing is impossible to him and that he can do all things? If I believe that, that is going to be part of the foundation of faith that we are standing on because that makes solidly sure that we don't waver. The process we need to go through in faith is what will either lead us closer to God or more and more into his presence, or we will turn away in disappointment and anger. And I want to encourage you, when you have set your heart to faith, never let disappointment, anger, disillusionment, that kind of thing, stop you from having that faith in God. These things will happen. There will be times where we don't see maybe for quite a while, the answer to our prayers. But don't allow disappointment to grow because that is going to pull you further away from God rather than deeper into a relationship with Him. What you need to do at those times is pull closer to Him. Ask Him to 
to meet you in deeper ways. Ask Holy Spirit to give you revelation as to what God is doing in the season. Give him re- ask him to give you revelation and wisdom as to what you should be doing while you're waiting on God. Ask him to open your eyes to see all the things God is doing rather than focusing on the things that you feel he's not doing because God is always working. Even when we don't see it, he's working. Even when we don't feel it, he's working. And so that is part of the process of faith. Allow the process to mold you and make you more into the image of Christ. Keep open to the Lord and his prompting during the process. The process is actually there to give us time to build our relationship with him. We don't want to have a relationship with him that we only have in the tough times, that we come in and out of faith and relationship with God. Well, I've got a crisis now, so I'm going to God. Now I have the breakthrough, well, I don't need God anymore. We need him every moment of every day. And so sometimes he allows a process so that we will keep drawing and drawing and drawing closer to him, knowing more about him. He is such a multifaceted God. There are so many aspects to him that it's going to take us an eternity to understand and to find out. So while we're here on earth, we get a glimpse of who God is. But the deeper we go in our relationship with him, the more we understand The more we see, the more we know, and I know in my life, the more I know about God, the more excited I am about my relationship with God. The more I've walked with Him and and deepened my relationship with Him, I find new things about God, and that enthralls me. It excites me, and I see new aspects of God. So allow um, your process during faith to bring you deeper and closer into relationship with the Lord. The more we really know him, the more we will trust him. Patience and perseverance are essential ingredients for the process of faith. When you get a surfboard or or a boat, you have to tend it, you have to paint it, you have to wax it, you have to do different things to it so that it can flow over the waves better. And it's the same with our faith. We polish it with patience and we wax it with perseverance. So let that be part of the process of your faith. Let us turn again to scripture. This time we're going to Hebrews 10 verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Out of our faith comes our declaration and decree of God's will. So use these next weeks to build up your storehouse of faithful promises that become your platform to stand on while you ride the waves of life. Let me read that scripture again. Hebrews 10 verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. And in brackets it says... For he is faithful who promised. So because he's faithful, let us hold fast. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I want to declare and decree these over you as we close this time in faith. 
Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 13. Therefore, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand your ground and having done all to stand, stand therefore. This is a declaration that I declare over you, that the armor of God is yours. Every part of the armor is yours. Be aware of it. And having done all to stand, stand therefore in the evil day, because God has given you faith to ride the waves, to get through, to get over. And if necessary, to walk on the waves. Peter did, Jesus did, you can. And then finally, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Be on guard. That means take note, look, be aware. Stand firm in the faith. And as we're standing firm in the faith, be courageous and be strong. Because this is what God has for us. This is the faith that he's given us. So right now, let's just turn to the Lord in prayer. And let's just release our faith towards him. Ask him to help us build our faith on the word and on his promises. And as we deepen our relationships with him. And as we go forward, let our faith cause us to ride the waves. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that one of the gifts you've given us is the gift of faith. We thank you, too, that you've given us everything that's necessary to be able to build that faith so that as the, the waves and the storms of life come at us, we have something of substance to stand on. We have that firm foundation of faith in you, in the truth of who you are, in your word, in your promises, in the truth of who they, who, of what they are and what they say, and Lord, in the truth that you are absolutely faithful and to you nothing is impossible. And so Lord, I just thank you right now for everybody who is in prayer before you. I thank you, Lord, that your hand is right upon them right now. And I decree and declare that as you go forward, faith in the word of God will rise. Relationship deepening will happen. And I thank you, Lord, that as the, the faith rises in people's hearts, Father, so the declaration and the decreeing out of their mouths will come from a heart filled with faith, strong, solidified as they decree and declare. So I thank you, Lord, that going forward from today, we will step into a new dimension of faith. We will ride more of the waves in, a, in an easier, freer way because of what has risen in our hearts. As we go forward, Lord, and study your word and get closer to you, I thank you that you work with us to build into us more and more faith. Because, Lord, that is what you used and that is what you've given us to use. And so thank you, Lord. Right now, those believing for healing, I decree and declare a fresh anointing, a fresh faith for healing and health. I decree a fresh um, faith for provision. I declare a fresh faith for good relationships, Lord. 
I decree a fresh faith for breakthroughs, Lord. I decree a fresh faith for overcoming and winning in the storms that life sends us, in the road that we've been able to walk, so that, Lord, we will continue to run our race till the end and that when we have finished, whatever we're going through, we will finish strong. So, Lord, thank you for your anointing today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence with us today. And I thank you, Lord, that we grow, go out strong in faith. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.